Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. It's been my dream to have Mike and I recreate the pottery scene from Ghost for like a Halloween portrait because I think that we kind of I we kind of look like enough alike that people would be I think Mike looks like kind of like a Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he's got you can get him in the um like black he's got like shirt, little dimples, the tight the hair yeah. cut is kind of it and then I think you could easily get that wig or the haircut that Demi Moore had. get the exact haircut and all we have to do is find a pottery studio. There's one down the street. (gasps) That's right. But I burned a bridge with that lady so you have to go on your own. Oh my god what happened? (laughs) I worked for the restaurant Mm -hmm. and then um, I that restaurant was awful like her cook would come in late every day Mm -hmm. like we're talking hours late. Wow. And I would just cover the whole time and then because nobody would come in. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually would just start sleeping on the counter. (laughs) So, yeah, I did get fired, but I felt like I got fired and I've never been fired before. And I never got a warning Mm, or like get like a a talking to at least don't sleep on the counter. The way she would talk to me sometimes would also be um, I would just say like super unprofessional. Just that place was just like bad. Yeah. And uh, they had good burgers, though. They did. But it was, the place was dirty. It was just so frustrating because you're like, oh, people like like coming here and your menu's good, but you don't know how to run this place. I, restaurant, it's, it, it can really, I find it so frustrating where you're like, you're running your business into the ground and you're acting like you don't understand why things aren't working. It's like, well, there's been a mold. Yes. It smells like mold in here and it has for years. She would yell at customers for uh, being like, why is my burger taking an hour? And she's like, well, if you're not happy, you should leave. And then you're like, way to okay. be. <laughs> and then okay. also her place was called Restaurant. And I'm like, do you know how hard that is to Google that? Put in restaurant. Yes. Into go- like it's the worst SEO. Yes. For um. So, well, I took her to unemployment court and I won. Oh, my God. A success story. That's never a lady would, journey. That taking was, someone to unemployment oh my God. court. And I learned so much. I learned that um, when you're in court, like, say nothing. Because oh. the more you speak, the worse you come off. Okay. Let your lawyer do the talking. Because you will get character assassinated. And you want to be like, that's not, that's not true. I actually was like, you want to defend yourself, but it's such a bad look to try to interrupt when something's going on. And I just took, you just take it. You just take the character assassination and then she didn't. And so she looked so crazy Mm. in the little hearing that we had. Wow. The judge had to be like, I need you to settle down. Wow. And it was one of those things where you're like, I yeah it was something I like learned and I've seen this online a lot by lawyers are saying like if you want to do well in your case don't talk oh my gosh that is a lady journey tip it is hello Um, and welcome for the next time you go to court (laughs) (laughs) less is more less is more but it was I I had never taken anyone 
to court. I was just, when you've been in New York for a while, you're so tired of losing all these battles and it's by the bigger person. Yeah. And you're like, because sometimes it feels like it's just not worth fighting and that you probably will get yourself sick if you. Yeah. But then I was like, no, fuck this. You're like, I'm unemployed. I have the time. Yeah. (laughs) I've got, and then I, in comedy, there's a lot of uh, lawyer dropouts. That's true. And I bartered. It was, I got, a comic named Dean who had <gasps> oh, twins. Oh, I know who he is. Yes. yes. And I offered to babysit and he wow. showed up and he was so overprepared. Like he dressed in a little bow tie. Oh my God. He was like I a Southern lawyer. I love that guy. Um, super nice. Great. But she said that she went in, when we went into the hearing, she told the judge that we had threatened her in the lobby and all he did was, I'm going to go talk to her because sometimes you can work these things out before you get into the case. Mm-hmm. And just by saying, like, do you want to work this outside of the court thing? Mm, oh, like subtle outside of, right. Okay. Yeah, and she didn't. And then she said that we threatened her. Now that's got to make you sound just wild. Like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. We didn't threaten you. <laughs> Ma'am, what, what, what was the threat? For just, uh, yeah, unemployment. And then here's the bummer, though. It's like when you do win unemployment, by the time you win it, you've got your you already have a job. So you don't even reap the benefit of unemployment. Oh, so you just did it for fun. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and a confidence booster. Yeah. Well, you know what? I will say that restaurant is now closed. It is. And the new restaurant is better. It is. And then she but she opened up an artistic space. Oh, that's her space. Yes, next door to it. Whoa. Because she is. Who I will pivots her- from bar restaurant into pottery? Well, she was always an artist. Okay. And I will give her credit mm-hmm. as much as I hate to. Yes. She's good. Okay. Yeah, she okay. knows what she's doing. And I think this was a better avenue for her than running Less a customer restaurant service but yeah. like running a restaurant you have to be there 70 hours a week I would not I restaurant work I think is so hard and it's the most underappreciated like any type of f- food and bev it's, yes it's brutal and then sometimes I think a lot of it like any business this sounds like it's um uh I just think it's based on luck sometimes mm-hmm. which I know that can like hurt people's feelings that do hard work you're like it is hard work yeah but everyone's work most people are working hard yeah especially in new york everyone everyone's like sleeping four hours i know you're well, like, how can i get an edge well it's always like funny when somebody's like i did the work you're like you don't think we're all not doing the work right right you could I'm, and then, i learned premiere yeah <laughs> and then you can only do so much work before then you're like overworking and then you're not even effective so no. it's like you we all only have like the exact amount of working time that we can do yes which i think is actually like close to two to four hours a day i i saw something on tiktok that was like two hours a day is like the max amount that you can really do work and then like everything else you're just kind of like i mean i can i can do like tasks that don't require like mental energy yes of like you know writing emails or something yes well that's why I was thinking with ever since having the baby that uh I was I've done like kind of an inventory during the day where I was thinking oh you know what I think I'm actually getting the same amount of stuff done yeah I just didn't realize how much time I was wasting that's great I was a dilly dallier yeah that's right have a baby you'll just <laughs> be efficient you'll be efficient yeah 
But cool. I do miss dilly dallying. Oh, I love it. I had a, oh, yeah. I had a dilly day yesterday. I had an audition. I got myself a little oat milk latte. Oof. I wandered over. I had my little audition. It was fine, thank you. What audition? It was for um, it was for a Verizon commercial, and was it, it was, in the space or did you have to? It was in the space. It That's was in great. The space. It was. Yeah, it was okay. It was challenging because it was like there was one line, but then you're like riding the subway and the guy's turning it into like a home movie theater because you have like your phone. So it was like, he reclines the seat. He gives you a seltzer. He's eating your popcorn. Now he puts a blanket on you. Now cats are jumping on. So you're supposed to be like, <laughs> yeah, range of emotion. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was. It's like, this is really hard to. I don't have the skills. I actually do not have the skills. <laughs> to do five different things when I've just learned that that's what I'm supposed to be doing to be like cats soda popcorn ah, you know and he he was like don't be too bemused I'm like sir I can't keep up yes and then also you know like in commercial and acting they're always like don't make it seem like you're acting I actually do feel like you should be acting you're, yeah you got to do like I, I do huge facial expressions too which which is hard because I don't have Botox so it's like everything just looks like surprised because I'm like that's my normal expression yeah well so I'll I've auditioned for a few commercials and then I'll watch whatever gets made and then I'm like yeah. oh, I, I played it as if it was an independent movie yeah <laughs> It's so true. There's just barely anything there. Yeah. I um I I'm thinking about doing this as a as a joke. I think this is maybe funny like I can't afford to get botox, but um I'm just going to be like sarcastic because like if you just you show just... no range of emotion then people just think like your face just is paralyzed. Yeah, like uh whatever. <laughs> oh, how funny. It's like the where my mom looks kind of young. <laughs> she just <laughs> no never, range of emotion. I, I have no idea what she's feeling. Um, um, well, no, cause I just, I helped Joe tape an audition. Was it Friday? Mm-hmm. And we're at the time you're like, yes, taped auditions. Great. But as a, the more we've been doing it, I don't think I like them. I think I'd rather go in to the building and audition yeah. there because I've, I did a taped audition a few of them. And then finally my manager's like, do you want me to send you some samples? And I looked and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Mine was like a middle-aged woman playing pretend in a basement yeah. and these were like actual audition tapes. Like I'm going to yeah. buy a blue screen mm-hmm. and put it behind cuz it actually I saw that on YouTube like how to get good auditions. They mm-hmm. said it makes your face pop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think we're doing it on these walls or this drapery and it can kind of wash you out a little mm-hmm. bit. So I was like I need a contrast color. So I'm I'm going to put a little bit more that's effort fun. into that. Yeah, I like having a little home studio. Yes. Ooh. More money to um, give to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put it in the bank. That's what <laughs> I, I call it. We got a lot of new reviews on iTunes. Thank Did you, you notice so that? much. Yes. And I'm sending out, well, hopefully I will have sent out the special boxes. Oh. Something's in my eye. Oh, I forgot I had um, contacts. I forgot I had eyeliner on, and I think I just rubbed it in there. No, oh, I do that all the time where you forget you have eyeliner, and then you're giving yourself one of those orgasmic <laughs> eye rubs. Yeah, and you're like, it's in there. <laughs> and then you, um, you're like, why is everyone looking at me weird? Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, you're just I'm, like Britney Spears. So I'm on my, um, I'm on day 13 of my Zoloft. Okay, so I was wondering. Did you feel any, have you, do you feel it? Are you like, so, life is good. Okay. I, the first week I was taking it, I felt like, yes, finally. It, first of all, it took me 
two months to even get the prescription, two months of like trying to get an appointment. My doctor would cancel. Then I had to get a new doctor. It was a whole thing. So I finally, the first day I took it, I was like, I feel like my life is about to turn around. I feel amazing. I was getting like really intense side effects, gastro. Yeah. Um, I couldn't sleep. I was like just waking up like after sleeping four hours and just getting up and like running around. So that was really hard. And I felt like that made it a lot worse. Then Tuesday, I had this moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't feel anxious anymore. Oh, that's good. It was because I'm taking it for anxiety, not depression. Okay, that makes. Yeah. Yes. Because I I don't really have depression. I just have really been struggling with my anxiety and it's been worse lately. And is it social anxiety? Are you having more of like the world is coming to an end? It's kind of both. And I I guess it's it's been kind of going on my whole life. So I didn't realize like this is a problem. You're like, I can't go out. And I can't stay in. <laughs> I Well, I noticed what well, my therapist did have, who I think I'm like 90, I'm like 80% sure that she's pretty good. But you never know. You never know. You can't know. But I she, actually think mine is, um, we're just gossiping at this point yeah, about my mom. I think I'm just paying her so I can recreate like a stable relationship with like an older woman like, yes. at this point. I want um, a life coach to be like, I need you to do these five things this week. I know. She does not do that. I she, need a dom and I'll be your submissive. Yes. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> tell me how to get my life in order. But she was like, this isn't normal. This is anxiety. So I was like, okay, I'm going on the, I'm going on the medicine. The only day I felt a difference was that day Tuesday where I didn't feel anxious. I felt like excited to go out. That's good. I felt like just a realization of how much the anxiety is impacting me in ways that I wasn't conscious of, like going to do work. I was feeling like really upset, like all the time, but it was actually anxiety about like creative work or like even texting people or to fulfill your duties. Yeah. Am I yeah. going, is this going to be like a failure and it's going to like cause me to spin out? So it was creating a ton of friction in my life. And I felt it like ease up for the first time in a really long time. And I was like, oh my God, like I went to a holiday party. I was like chatting up people. I was texting people like freely. And I was like, wow, I have a glimpse what my life is like without anxiety. And and maybe this, my life is like changing. And, and like, it's a whole new world. I can't wait. This was like day nine. And then the next day it was like, I felt terrible. Then the next day I felt terrible again. It was like way more anxious than usual, like overthinking. I know what you mean. Like you hit moments where you're like, oh, I like who I am. I'm like that on Claritin D. Oh, yeah. I'm like, little, who am I? A little sedated. That's you all you said, need. Like, reaching yeah. out to people, texting. Yeah. Making plans. Going, making <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, I could host a book club. Right? And then you're like doing it. And then the next day or like all of a sudden you're like, what happened? What was that? Yeah, yeah. I got like, I had like one cup of coffee and I was like, I've got my life together. Like I really had moments of clarity and then it was just ripped from me. Do you ever think maybe bipolar? I'm not saying that you feel like you do have bipolar, but like, or do you think bipolar is more intense? I don't think I have bipolar because I'm I not don't have it. like mood fluctuations. Like I, I don't. I've never had like a manic period. I would love that. Me too. Yeah, I would oh, love my, to be like a week of, even if it meant just like gluing popsicle sticks. And I thought I made something amazing. Oh yeah, just <laughs> the, the confidence. Feeling. Just the confidence. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I remember like a couple times years ago I took um, 
Adderall to like try to do a packet and it was dog shit but I felt so good I was like I feel amazing because you do the thing even if you're like it makes me think of Brian Regan's joke where you're like it's a cup of dirt move on meaning like even if you I always had that with projects where like you know I'm at the point even if I fail I'm still feeling pretty good because I completed the task exactly yeah yeah you just like feeling good at you know doing dog shit work but like with a confidence that I was like where did that come from but that's all you need because if you kept doing dog shit work yeah then you eventually eventually you will get- yeah instead of like painstaking over something great but i'm feeling terrified every night before i go to bed yeah and I, yeah that was my other clue that i had anxiety when i was like that day i had a great day i was like i didn't even feel scared before i went to bed yeah like something like an uh, impending uh, sense of doom that's the like technical symptom <laughs> um but yeah so so then it went away and now i'm just like waiting for it to come back but i've been on the zoloft reddit board which is now my um i bet you there i would love to see it is there's wild what people are writing on there i mean people are like it's like okay you were writing something on here that has to do with your, this guy was like, I'm 18. I started taking Zoloft. I'm now I'm sexually experimenting with men. Like, is this a side effect? It's like, no, honey, you're gay. You're yeah. gay. Go, go. Get out of you here. You don't even need medication. I'm telling you, once you fulfill that need, you will not be depressed yeah. anymore. Yes. Like, so anyway, but a lot of people are saying like, it takes a full two weeks for it to actually start working. Or it takes six weeks for it to actually start working. And that's the point where you know if you need to like increase the dosage. So I guess it's just we're in the dark ages of like. You don't know. Trial and error of like hopefully I'll feel better someday and maybe I never will. But how will you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we were, you know, we're talking about all these things like supplements the other day. Yeah. I never know. If it's working, the people, uh, according to the Zoloft Reddit page, the Zoloft subreddit, people are saying, you know, it's working when one day you're like, I probably don't even need this medicine anymore. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So I was like, there's okay, there's a sign. There's like a sign of hope that like maybe. Yes. Well, I remember having that in sobriety for a long time being like. You know, I don't really feel I haven't my career hasn't gotten better. It's not like um, life has opened up. And then it was just like maybe nine months in or something. I remember having a day. And then at the end of the day, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did all these things today. Yes. Without being like upset about it because it I wasn't hung over. Yeah. And that was what that's when I realized, oh, this is okay. Now I get it. Yes. Where that's it awesome. just takes a while, I think, you to get reflect. Like a click. Yeah, yeah. Where you reflect back, you're like, oh that those I'm beginning to see that these things are becoming easier for me to do. That's great. I hope that that happens to me. That's yeah. my wish. But it's also like I find that too with crazy behavior. Like I don't know I'm crazy until a year later when I remember and I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. I did go to his house a lot in one day. <laughs> so true it's so true like looking back and you're like what the f you're like he didn't have a phone but um (laughs) i blew him (laughs) i should have known not to go back that many times in one night that he was avoiding me (laughs) 
But you oh don't my know. Gosh. You, you don't, don't know. know until hindsight. In the moment, everything seems rational. I, I mean, I was having like really bad anxiety, I think probably for like the past year. And I think when I got off the birth control, I think that helped because I started having like my energy was a little bit better. But like I, in retrospect, have been freaking out about things that you're like... No control over? No control. Like, I had, like, a light sniffle one night, and um, this was, like, around Christmas, and I went out to a show, and then it slowly turned into a cold, and then I was having anxiety. I was like, did I kill my friends from COVID? Did I just give everyone... Did I just... Was I patient zero at super spreader (laughs) because I wasn't because I felt a light sniffle and I didn't immediately take a test and then I went out. Have you gotten COVID yet? Um, I think that I did have it. I think that I did have it. But at this point, I never tested. Okay. I mean, I, I did test, but I never came positive. And this was in like... 2022 and like the spring okay but this but this other time i never tested because i just stopped going out after i after i probably killed everyone well i know i never know now i just consider it just a cold that's gonna be controversial well but it's hard to tell because i've taken covid tests before and it's negative 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 and then i'm like let me just do it one more time and then it's positive and i'm already like out and about and feel better well it's it is hard because you know, how many times are you going to test? Right. How many times are you supposed to test? I can't test all the time. Well, my policy is now that like, if I'm sick, I'm just going to stay home and it doesn't, it's like, That's... okay, it doesn't matter then if it's COVID. And I also, I like to make it feel like I'm the hero to be like, I just don't, I know how much your career is to you and I just don't want to ruin it by getting you sick. Yeah. And that's what it should be. It should be like, it's okay to like cancel something and be like, listen, I can't come into work today. I know that like everybody is, I know we're living in like this high stress environment where we have to get like the spreadsheets in, but like, let's just take care of our health. It's not like we're working in a factory in like the 1840s. I I worked in an open floor plan office floor plan and once one person got sick then we all got sick and there would be a week where it was like five people had called out in an office of 10 and you're like even if they like we all got sick instead of one person just staying home and getting over it now what five of us are out yeah and then now the other five are getting like bombarded with a huge workload just take a sick day and also for comedy i feel like we have like that psychosis where we're like oh no if i cancel then i'll never be booked it's like there's a thousand people that are waiting in the wings that deserve to do the spot just as much as you do but when i used to work at the preschool which i won't name it on here for liability reasons but like you would be like throwing up and they'd be like, well, can't you just come in? I would and have that like, with waiting tables too. You, you, They would make you come in with like pink eye, which is one of the most contagious eyes, things. Yeah, to it's give. like, you can't be. I had pink eye. I got pink eye from the preschool one day and my eye swelled up. I mean, it was so monstrous. <laughs> I was talking about this with Joe the other day. I had pink eye all the time as a kid and I had no idea it's from shit particles. <laughs> and then yeah. now as an adult, you're like, I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> Just like yeah. straight from butthole to my eye. <laughs> like no stop yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let us know what you guys, what your ailments are. Anyone have a cold? Are you able to take a sick day? Are you able to work from home? And let us know, anybody here um, on an antidepressant journey? Yes. The Reddit community. The Red, what, what were you on? What were you I've taking? I've done Lexapro and I've also done Zoloft. And I did another one that I think was kind of like an anti, may have been an antipsychotic 
which mm-hmm. isn't as bad as it sounds. Like right. I wasn't because yeah. of psychosis. It was just kind of like, I think more for anxiety. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I never felt, and this is where I always feel like I end up like being Tom Cruise in the Matt Lauer interview yeah. of, with, um, Brooke Shields and postpartum, like just work <laughs> yeah. it out, just work out, do just what I did, just run. Like, but I'm just speaking for myself. I felt like working out has always been the best antidepressant, but I do understand there are people that have much harder, like depression, probably from traumatic events in their life. And yeah. uh, so I never want to like dismiss that, but I do have to say, and there's a saying in AA of like, um, change a thought move a muscle yeah so anytime you're like feeling sad or depressed then you're just kind of like you know what let me do the dishes yeah let me go for a walk let me get a coffee um and those things like it's really crazy how much it shifts your mood to the better I 100% agree I think that first of all some people do need medication and there's nothing wrong with that but I also think that like incorporating exercise into your life makes you feel so much better and self-righteous don't you want that over everybody confidence yeah um and and also like eating well too and developing these you know developing these habits to like take care of yourself like I'm still trying to do like a meditation in the morning I'm like I'm just not there right now but But don't be hard on yourself on that I can't well it's like yoga I always said when they're like you know what just showing up on the mat and you're like thank you thank you I'm gonna lay (laughs) I'm gonna look at my phone (laughs) I've always wanted to do that when they're like you know if you're just not just lay and I'm like really yeah are you serious are you one time they got mad at me for looking at my watch oh my god because you know like you i took i would take it off but sometimes i would i kind of would get bored in yoga sometimes yeah and you're like how much longer it's hard i don't like to take a class without like the clock that's like my treat for myself is like turning i'm like and five more minutes (laughs) okay I have been doing yoga at Crunch, which has been fun. Getting back into doing yoga. That's a yoga and doing gym classes is a good I won't, I won't say meditation, social. but it's like, yeah, I'm like around other people. And also I can just turn off my brain and just follow along. Yes. I've been um my so I've been I had to decrease my workouts because just schedule with Joe and baby. Yeah. Um that I've found 30 minute Pilates on YouTube. Yes. Okay. And I didn't realize how tight my hips are. Oh my God. I can't, I didn't realize how much I just never used my hips. Never, <laughs> never use, use them. them. Never use them. Like these girls are, their legs are out 90 degrees and they can just hold it there for hours. Oh, and yeah. I'm like this, I can barely like <laughs> get my body off yeah. the ground. Pilates is a lifesaver. What, what's the um, instructor that you're doing? She's on Australian. Okay. I think her name's Bonnie. Bonnie. But it's the no equipment Pilates. So great. It's like slight yoga with this, you know, strengthening stuff. I got into this dance class, which is hilarious to me. It's like you're just doing like very basic dance moves. But it's so funny because it's like I can't even really do the basic moves. Like I'm just kind of like flailing like this. And I get to like look stupid and go 100% because I know no one's looking at me. It's not like a wedding where people are like, "Mm, okay." okay, she thinks she can dance. Yeah, like I remember I went to a bachelorette party a few years ago and someone taped me a picture of me dancing and I was like kind of like doing like this and I was like, that's an act of violence. I, they posted it. I feel like I've been in the part person's point of view of taping mm-hmm. thinking that it's funny and they're I now realize 
<laughs> that is not a nice thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was fun. I, but I didn't know this was the beginning of taping people. You, you never knew. You never knew. We were we were taping people all over the place, like shaming people on the subway. Oh my gosh, I remember that era. It was, and I didn't realize. You're just like thinking that it's something funny to put on Twitter, and you're like, I didn't even block out this guy's face. And I'm like, <laughs> look yeah. what he's drinking—a frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's on there forever. I remember one time I did it. This guy was, ha- I took a photo of like, he was smoking and drinking a frappuccino and I had some a snarky comment. And then Nick Turner was like, what are you, the news? And I was like, you're right. <laughs> I'm, Shamed. I'm bad. I and was, I, it, it put me in my place and I was like, rightfully so. I, I'm going to stop doing that kind of yeah. shit. Well, I mean, a- anything for a bit. Anything. All's well, fair. one time I saw somebody had taped to took a photo of somebody on the train sleeping and I knew who it was. I was like, I know who that is. It was a guy from the UCB theater. Were they laying down sleeping or they, were they like sitting like up? This. Oh, and um, I go, is this you? It was an, from another account. And I go, and I sent it to him and I was like, is this you? And he's like, yeah. And I could sense in the text that he was like, that's fucked. Yeah. That is really fucked up to be like, come on, dude, I'm having a little nap. Well, sleeping is so vulnerable and who sleeps sexy yeah you're like come on i'm working eight jobs to support my improv addiction (laughs) i'm gonna pass out on the train Um, i had a guy take a picture of me one time i could see him doing it i was and this is like sad and i do understand why i was taking a picture but i was eating this is when i used to work the door at broadway comedy club and i would get off at like 12 and my like little ritual was i would go to the cvs and i would like get a box of cookies or something and eat it on the train home but i was eating um discounted valentine's day candy (laughs) by myself on the train and I could just see him taking the picture and I was just like trying to eat it like this yeah like I'm being terrorized by a paparazzi well I had that recently in the last year I was taking I think it was the G train I saw I was sitting and this girl had her phone like you know like this Mm -hmm. and I noticed the flash was on and I was she didn't know and so I knew she took a photo of me and then I got up and I went behind her and she did and I was like she was probably I think like under 25 Hispanic girl and and you know in your mind you're like maybe she recognizes me from comedy and you're like she's not in my demographic no (laughs) so what on earth is she taking and it's not like oh I had great fashion sense you know you're like so something is going like I'm being made fun of here right right something I'm I'm it's in a cruel group, I'm it's in a cruel text <laughs> yeah it's really it's punching it's I don't know if it's punching down necessarily but it's punching to the side it's punching to the side and also like it, if you're gonna do it get take your fucking flash off take the phone. your flash off or yeah. you know like why don't you make fun of um the people that are restricting abortion <laughs> in like half of the country like we've Shame got them. bigger that's what I did I had um I had a, a, a spin out, a really fun spin out. And then we should end on this because we're at 30 minutes. Um, unless you have an, a, okay. a rebuttal. I spun out because... Where I'm like, uh, Katie. Yeah, Katie, life one more is thing. precious. One more thing. <laughs> um, I had... Uh, I'm doing my bridesmaid... Uh, worst bridesmaid dress videos. Yes. So I had somebody... Um, shame me on that saying that one of the bridesmaids I chose one of the dresses that I was making fun of because it had like cutouts I was like cutouts are a crime right like that's no one wants to wear that first of all but she was saying that I was saying I'm anti 
I was being anti-fat, like fat phobic. Because of cutouts? Because because I said like you shouldn't choose cutouts for your bridesmaids dress. Oh, okay. I get what she's saying. Like and we yeah, should it's like, embrace okay. fat roles. Yeah, embrace. Yeah. But it's like, but you know, maybe you still don't feel like wearing cutouts. Exactly. Also, no it's matter also what your, your body type is. I know. And that's not my intention at all. But like she she went to town on me. She really schooled me. And I just felt like, man, like we're losing rights in the country. Like, what if you were, what if you were focused on that? Like, yeah. Why you know? don't? Can I give you a few people that like, you could go after? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of Donald Trump? <laughs> I know. You? Oh, am I the problem with my? I'm like my personal opinion. Bridesmaid stress. Um, I feel like you should address some of those. Those uh, when you get schooled, oh, I because some of them you're like, thank you for your service, thank you, yeah. I my favorite one um that I my favorite rebuttal I had was when a guy a, a man wrote white women always complaining and I wrote you should see me at Applebee's, <laughs> boom. When you own it. They can't take it. it away from you. Yeah, just trying to keep it light and playful. But I can't wait to see um, uh, what what people are mad at me for next. Oh, I can't I'm wait. I'm going to be doing more cake topping videos. <laughs> more wedding cake toppers. Stay tuned. Um, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Yeah, thank you, Lady Journey. Lady Journey.